welcome to the podcast and thanks for tuning in. I am Paul Drake, your host. This is the LLB Project. It's your birthright. Now this is an acronym for live happy, live life without regret and become happy every day because you deserve to live the life by your terms or at least discover who you want to be and to live your passions. The dark and the light side of life. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am Paul Drick, your host. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you are ready to get some real value from this episode and take what I teach today and what I'm trying to expose to you, some of the lighter and the darker sides of ourselves and our lives and how you can try to become better by getting outside your comfort zone and really taking steps to produce a better life because we might want to do all the things that you know are nice and you know easy and everything like that because they're inside our comfort zone but the way to change and the biggest changes in life are from the things that get you outside of your comfort zone and get you doing things that you wouldn't necessarily normally do because they are the hard hard things to change they're always messing with our heads they're always making us feel like our life isn't worth doing but today i'm going to try and break a few of them barriers down and really focus on just making sure that you know that you're great you are great you're fantastic you are amazing no matter what no matter how you are who you are you are amazing if you are willing to change your good and bad traits or should I say willing to change your bad traits, not your good, because your good ones you want to keep. <laughs> anyway, today's episode. Things we like to do versus the things we know we should do. So, <laughs> what's the things the, that you put off? Now, this could be anything. This could be going to the gym. This could be cutting the grass. This could be changing a certain habit that you don't like. This could be... Um, putting off building a better relationship. So whatever it is that you're putting off, now this is called procrastination. Now procrastination in itself is generally from the fear or the anxiety of going to do something, but yet it's your emotions are holding you back from doing it. Quite a lot of the time, by the time you've, say, put something off a fair few times, it becomes automatic and subconscious. So before you know it, you're supposed to do something and then you've made excuses in your brain to not do it without even really thinking about it, without even really uh, like sitting down and thinking about what you need to do. You've already made excuses in your head to not do something. Now, obviously, this is, you know, just one of the ways to do it. And how, how does it make you feel when you put something off? Does it make you feel upset? Does it make you feel discomfort? Does it make you feel anxious? Does it make you feel unhappy? Does it make you feel more fearful of the thing that you've actually put off? Because quite a lot of the times, if we have a decision to say, I don't know, something to change, something that's quite dramatic in your life. If this could be, say, you've decided to change work positions. So you want to go from one job to the other and you know that the job that you're in, you're miserable and you're happy and you uh, don't like going to this place, but 
because you've put off applying for other jobs and you feel like you've not got enough qualifications, every time you've gone right, right, that's it, I'm going to change my job, I've had enough, I'm going to start applying for other jobs, and then you go home, and what do you end up doing? You end up watching TV, you end up having to clean the house, you end up having to do this and other, all these things that not necessarily are important, end up taking over and becoming more important than actually finding a new job and becoming happy. So as you do that over time, the more and more you instill that into your brain that you're going to just, well, you're basically letting yourself down. It's, it's an hard truth to, to accept, to be fair. Like, you are letting yourself down. So the only person that you're ever really, um, like, like, hurting is yourself, which then ends up decreasing your self-esteem, decreases your productivity, decreases your positivity, because it's happened, the fact that you, it, it's... It's one of them things that you know that you should do, but you put off, and then every time you do it, it ends up like they call it. Um, what do they call it now? I know that like Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this in in his books about how it connects the neurons together. As soon as you start hardwiring your neurons in your brain, that's when it becomes a habit, and when it becomes a habit, it becomes a personality. So once you do something over and over and over again, it becomes more of a personality. So it kind of becomes a, a personality in your that you you. Uh, one of these people that doesn't want to put themselves in uncomfortable situations, so it's a personality. So it makes you feel like you're shy and you're you're offset and you're everything like. That. But inside, you know deep down that you want to do it. Deep down, you know that you're passionate. You're 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 out going out there and you 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 know you can do it. But because it's built a personality in there, and when people speak to you, I've had this for many 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 years. To be fair, I were um, people. People called me quite unsociable before uh, because what happened was, I, I can't remember the instances, but over time and as the years went on, I got more and more scared and more and more fearful about talking to people that I didn't know. I kind of felt like they was going to judge me, that they didn't want to listen to me, that my opinions or my voice wasn't going to be heard and the fact that they were just literally going to blank me and just, it's all silly, obviously, but that's the way I felt. And over the years, it created a habit that then, being like I was shy because I wouldn't ever talk to anyone, so I'd just sit there. Even though I wanted to talk to them, I wanted to have a conversation, but things were going over my head. What do I say? What do they want to hear? What, what, what can I bring to this conversation? So these things were going over and over in my head, and all that time, instead of just saying, hello, how are you, which is the most easiest thing, and then starting a conversation, things were going over and over and over and over in my head, which then built a habit of me then not really talking to people. Then over the years, went gone. It, it went into a personality. And then that's when other people then start saying I was unsociable. <laughs> because I, it was like I was just sat there not talking to anyone. But the actual fact, I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to get myself out there. I wanted to be friendly and everything else. But my own habits and my own limiting beliefs and my own, you know, fear was holding me back. Which, right now, that's one of the main reasons why I'm doing something like this, like a podcast. Because I can talk to people, I can put my emphasis out there, and I can really focus on just just trying to help people and talk to people and not worry about like limiting beliefs that don't even matter. It doesn't matter. There's people out there that's not going to like me and think that I'm absolutely crap and think, ooh, is this person here? And that's their opinion, and I don't mind that. But there's going to be people out there that I resonate with, that who do want conversations, who do want to learn how to do something, who do want to change certain aspects of their life and 
the experiences I've had are similar to theirs, so we can connect and we can like build a community of people who can move forward and like start start becoming better all together. So yeah, this is this is this is why doing this more and I don't know how long of you how many of you have stayed with me from the start to now, but I feel like the podcasts are getting better. I feel like my confidence is increasing. I feel like I'm getting more more, you know, more of my character and personality through, which is great because I'm not just a boring, monotone person, <laughs> even though I do talk quite monotone. Ever seen the film Emojis? Yep, that's it. <laughs> so, as I was saying, over time, it become hardwired into your subconscious mind. So before long, it's, uh, it's one of the things where you end up, like, giving up. You, you, you end up then starting saying to yourself, this isn't for me because... I can't do it, this and that, which then, as I say, I've also felt these similar things where I've, I've had problems where I, I, I didn't really, I didn't really like the fact that I was this person and I've had the situations where it like, it, it put me off doing things, even though I did want to do them. And then as time goes on, you kind of think to yourself, I'm getting too old. So how can I change this? How can I do that? So that's another thing as well when, You've been doing something so long, you kind of say to yourself, I don't think I can change. I don't think I can do that. I'm too old now. I'm, I'm, I'm too set in my ways. That's a perfect one, that. I'm too set in my ways. That is, that, they say, you know, from, you know, when people used to say, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, there's even been studies now, to this date, that they're, they're doing on people that doesn't matter how old you get, you can get the same results as if you were younger, if you're, if you're learning something new than when you're old. Because they also did this when they were doing fitness and gaining muscle. They said, uh, I think it was a 60-year-old, I think, maybe a 70-year-old, who started weight training at that age, gained muscle just as fast as someone in their 20s. So what does that tell you? <laughs> eh? Doesn't, only because it matter your age, it doesn't matter. Your age does not matter. If you're willing and you're willing to put everything into it and you're focused and you're determined to do something, you can do it. There's, there's nothing ever going to stop you from, from achieving it other than your own, own fears, your own uh, emotions and um, just, just general life of people telling you what you can and can't do and things like that. That's, that's, that's holding you back. Now, that is the darker side of life the side of life that we don't like to admit to ourselves. We don't like to, we don't like to get outside our comfort zones because they are not very pleasant. But hey, we've got to do it if we want the change that we actually want and deserve and desire. Because what do they say? The hardest things in life reap the most rewards. And I honestly believe that with a passion. If, if everything was easy, then everyone would have it. Simple as that. If if it's like having a, the body of your dreams, if it didn't take repetition after repetition after repetition to achieve them abs, to achieve the muscles, to achieve that physique, or it, it just it just everyone would have it. There wouldn't be a, a, an obesity epidemic. There wouldn't be like there would just there would just wouldn't be people worrying about their health because everyone would be healthy. Everyone would be fit. Now the light side. <laughs> is when we don't let ourselves stop us from reaching our goals. That means that the lighter side 
puts us out of the dark side by getting us out and putting us into the discomfort of the dark side. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one, but to get into the light, you need to put yourself into the dark or the discomfort, but then you need to bring yourself out, which will then bring you back into the dark, into the light side. It's a bit weird, but it's true. It's like when, you fir- when, when I first realised about how bad my anger was. Now, I'm not one, one of these people who like beat women or beat kids or like, you know, mad anger issues like that but the anger issues were for me I was playing games and I was getting frustrated like proper frustrated and I'm punching my phone I was getting that mad I was shouting and swearing and for what a game honestly like it was getting that bad it was that petty and that stupid that I realized myself why am I getting this angry like why am I honestly getting this angry so <clears throat> it's like <clears throat> I heard this story from um, Tony Robbins. I can't remember which which uh, which place it was from, but he was talking to this one person. He got invited to this like dinner do, and there was this one boss, this one CEO that used to use his anger to get try and gain respect. He would shout at these people, he would abuse these people, he would try and bring them down, demoralize them in front of everyone in the room. And it was even his wife as well. He would do it to his employees, do it to his wife, and Tony Robbins was getting quite mad. He ended up shocking this person. What he did was like, like shock him out of, he was doing it and then shocked him out of it and he was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And then he'd say, well, you know, this is what I'd do if you were my client, but it seems you're not my client, then I wouldn't do this to you. So, it's a funny story. And then, he'd do it again, shock him out of it. And then the bloke realised, like, what he was doing. And then, I said they carried on the meal, finished up everything, and then he got invited back to this meal, and then they decided to play a little bit of a prank on Tony Robbins, and then this bloke started shouting and swearing and uh, really going mad at everyone again, <clears throat> and then Tony Robbins said to himself, "Well, they, they, I must not have shocked him hard enough. At like, this time, I'm going to make sure I do it," and then everyone started laughing and joking around the table, saying, "We had you," and it just shows that they said that. He had never changed, uh, he never went back to the way he was before Tony did that to him. He said he was a, more of a joy and a delight to be around. And he actually earned people's respect instead of, you know, trying to beat him down to try and get the respect. And Tony Robbins said that <clears throat> the anger itself didn't, you know, make people want to respect you or make you want to do it more. If anything, they would do the bare minimum because it's like through anger. Whereas if you built someone up with someone's respect and you showed compassion and you showed uh, like, you know, sort of good emotions towards that person, they'll do far more for you in the future. So it's trying to, the whole point of the story is trying to realize that the, the habits that we have to try and gain things, to try and do things, not, aren't necessarily the best way to do it. So if you can figure out and find out which is, like, which is holding you back that other people don't like. A great way to find out, actually, is by asking your close friends, your family, of bad habits and traits that they have noticed, and then just take it with a pinch of salt. Don't 
then start criticizing yourself too much. Don't think that they hate you because some people get a bit of criticism and then they think that other person hates them because that's not true. You've asked this question because you want to improve your life. And if there's certain aspects that everyone's coming up with, say if there's like you ask five people and four of them people say the one thing, then you obviously know that's quite a big thing in their eyes. <clears throat> and then you think to yourself, is this serve best serving me? And if it's not, change it. It might be just one of the things where they might say, oh, well, I don't like being positive. Well, that's tough crap because being positive is better than being negative. <laughs> but if it's something that's, say, like anger, like I had, when, when other people say, why are you getting so angry over a game? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Oh, just a game, punching your phone and stuff. And you kind of realise, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm doing something that's absolutely ridiculous. So the, the one of the best ways I managed to change that was by reading the book by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've said about it a few times on your podcast. Breaking the habit of being yourself where this helps you break away from the neurons I was talking about to try and disconnect them to then create new neurons. And don't get me wrong, I'm still in practice. I still have occasions where I am mad and then I get frustrated. But keeping conscious of my feelings and keeping me aware of what I'm about is making sure that the process is a lot easier and a lot more better and a lot more smoother than, say, as if I, as if I didn't do it and by now I'd have broken my phone and... <laughs> <laughs> broke up a phone and maybe smashed someone else's phone up and all sorts of stupid stuff. Now, <clears throat> sometimes things like this are unpleasant. Like, you, um, unpleasant to yourself. Admitting where you are wrong or where you can improve. Because us humans don't like to hear the negative. Like, I've been reading a book recently about uh, sales copy and things like that. And it says in, the, in that that people don't want to know it's their fault. They don't want to know that it's, you know, their fault why they're in the situation where they are and that they, they, you want to try and, like, come up with ways to show that it's maybe outside of their, um, outside of, like, them that's making the issues. But that is a lie that most people are being drip-fed ever since they were a kid. Oh, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't worry about it. It's not your fault. It's it's the governments. It's the schools. It's 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 Tom Jones from across the uh, across the street. It's their fault. But if you believe in law of attraction, then everything in your life is down to you. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your beliefs are things that brought these situations, scenarios into your life. Even if you didn't want them, then you brought them into your life. Now. Me personally, I believe in law of attraction. And I believe that everything in my life that's the bad, the good, the not so good, the, you know, everything that's in my life is down to me and to me only to change it, which I'm happy with that. I've accepted, I have honestly accepted the fact that that is fine. Now, can you do the same? Because once you accept the fact that you are the person who can change anything in your life, life is so much more better. Because you know you can change anything and your belief system and your enthusiasm, your happiness will go through the roof because you are the controller of your life. Obviously, there's going to be things outside of your control, like different scenarios and stuff like that. But then it's down to you how you control them scenarios and situations. Once you realize that, what's going to bring you down? What is going to make you, you know, think of the alternative of staying the way you were, being miserable, going to a job you hate, uh, being just generally not happy, you're feeling trapped, you're feeling stuck, you feel like everything that you're doing is just not best serving you or creating the, the life that 
you deserve because you're blaming everyone else for your problems. You're blaming your mum because she didn't bring you up a certain way. You're blaming the schools because they didn't teach you something in school that you might be learning now. Or So, best way to make sure that you start feeling and doing and creating the life that you want is by taking control of you. Once you realise that you are the controller of your life, hey, you will ultimately be the best person and the best version that you can be. But before you go, I am just opening up the doors to my free, free six-week online course. Now, this course is how to reconnect with yourself and find happiness without worrying about other people's judgments. It is a six-week live workshop. Now, you get this for free. All you need to do is go to freedom school, uh, freedomlifeschool.com forward slash free dash live dash workshop and you get to experience the free uh, the course over free is a six-week course as i said it, all you have to do is answer one question which is how to reconnect with yourself and find happiness you put a question in there that you want answering or what you feel like that means to you press submit hey presto bing bada bosh bada boo you are in for the experience of my course. The reason I'm giving it away for free and the reason why I'm doing this is because I want to make sure that everything is in the course to give you the best tra transformation possible within the six weeks. If at the end of six weeks it is giving you the best transformation ever, then that will make me happy. But if I've missed something out that is very important, which I don't want to do, then it might not give you the transformation that you need. So if you put things like that in it, then you'll get the experience the course for free if you go to freedomlifeschool.com forward slash free dash live dash workshop and you'll get it to experience the course for free. Right then guys, that's it for today. If uh, you're anywhere about on YouTube or anything like that, please subscribe, please like, please uh, comment, anything below. Thanks again guys and I'll see you again soon.